ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? with the Outlaw Blitz interview podcast. GMAC and Winnie coming at you on this fine December evening. Today we have Danny Barker, writer and star of Follow Her and her uh, friend and confidant and director, Sylvia Kaminer, coming in and uh, to talk with us. Yeah, it's it's awesome. I mean, something that's filmed locally close to us in our town. Right. Uh, I, d- I didn't know too much about the movie until we spoke earlier, and the plot seems wicked. Oh, uh, definitely a thriller, horror movie. Yeah. And then, I mean, Sylvia Kaminer as a producer, she's a two-time Emmy Award winner. That's yeah, that's, that's big, big That's stuff. big deal. Big stuff. Uh, but yeah, it's going to be fun to see what they thought of our little town here. Yeah, and, and I'm, uh, I'm curious to see what goes into doing an independent film. Yeah, just... From soup to nuts, we're going to try and figure it all out and see how they liked our little slice of heaven over here in Saugerties. Give us a half hour of their time. and uh, Yeah, we'll see. We'll do our best with it, and we'll shoot from the hip. Uh, We keep climbing that ladder, dude. This will be interview number eight. Sounds about right. Yeah, and that'll be finishing off our interview season. Uh, This this is pretty cool. It's pretty big, uh, and they're calling us from Vancouver, so they're three hours behind us. Oh, wow. Okay. So this is all ready to go, um, and then we'll see. So once the phone rings, we'll we'll jump in with them, and we'll be ready to rock. Sounds good. All right. And GMAC and Winnie are back, and we have Danny Barker and Sylvia Kaminer on the line with us now. Good afternoon, ladies. How's everything today? It's good. It's going to be fun Great. to do this because we're, I mean, Sylvia's in Florida. I'm in Vancouver. <laughs> we can't see each other. So hopefully we're not <laughs> over each other a lot. So we have two cold weathers and one warm weather. Yeah, New York's yeah. pretty chilly today, That's too. Right. So, <laughs> Well, it's only like 50 here. But uh, 50 is beautiful uh, for this time of year. <laughs> I know. It sure is. Yeah, that's nice. Uh, Okay, so uh, currently you guys are finishing up uh, your post-production stuff on Follow Her, a movie you shot here in Saugerties, correct? Yeah, exactly. Um, Walk us through um, the process. I mean, it starts as words on paper that you you wrote the script, correct, Danny? And then walk us through the process, like the budget, how you hire a director, and all, all that, and how how you got to Saugerties eventually. Sure. I can start, Sylvia, if you want, and then pass it Yeah, to you. go for it. No, absolutely. Yeah. Because I, okay, so I came up with this project, so just over three years now, uh, that would have been, what, 2017? <laughs> so long ago. Uh, um Yeah, I came up with this premise, actually, when I was working for a guy on, I found him on Craigslist, and I was writing him scripts, and came up with this premise around, he wanted to play a villain, and how creepy it would be if I were the victim, and I'm the screenwriter, and I'm handing off this project to him about being the victim in his script, and giving him the role to play the villain that actually becomes real life. It was super twisted, Uh, sorry guys, if it gets loud out in here just let me know i can pop inside okay uh but yeah so that was when i came up with this idea i knew it was too good for a short film which is what i was writing for him so i saved it for a longer version to do with a feature and connected with a guy john gallagher who has since passed away he actually just recently passed which has been pretty hard on our team Oh, wow. Uh, great, great guy. Very iconic man, if you guys don't know him, in the New York scene. Okay. And I found him through a podcast, actually, called Film Trooper. And I reached out to them saying, hey, I'm, I want to get this feature film made. 
can you help me out? Do you know anyone, any executive producers? And they introduced me to John Gallagher. And then John came on and he just loved the project from the beginning. And he was like, I want to direct it. And I was like, well, I want to shoot it like next month because I was delusional at this time about what I needed to do. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, oh, I'm not, I'm not available next month. I'm, I'm shooting another film. But let me introduce you to Sylvia Kaminer. She might be great for it. And so he did a quick intro to Sylvia. And it was just like... Love at first sight. Uh. <laughs> we clicked so instantly. Like I'd never questioned it. I was like, yeah, she, the, the questions she asked her enthusiasm about the project, everything just kind of clicked into place. So that was the beginning. That's kind of where it evolved out of. If you want to jump in there, Sylvia. Yeah, sure. So um, I had been, I had taken some time to really read scripts and I really wanted to find something commercial I also do documentaries and I've produced a, a bunch of other narrative films, but I've never put commercial up at the top of my list. Um, so I was like, you know, I just want to find something that I'll be proud to make and also has really screams commercial. <laughs> so <laughs> when I read Danny's script and it felt like we could do it inexpensively and it just felt kind of young and hip and now, and I was like, oh my gosh, this sounds just like what I've been looking for. So then we started kind of, you know, going back and forth a bit on the scripts and kind of just trying to get it going. And, you know, probably our big first step. What do you think, Danny? We'll probably bring on our casting director, Judy Henderson. Yep. Yeah, I think so. You know. Yeah. 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 And then things just kind of. Luke Cook. Yeah. 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 Male lead. Yeah. He came on. Well. Or I guess it had been like yeah, half part filming. Yeah, because yeah. we cast him in like January and we started filming in March. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the interesting thing, and, and Danny was the one who found, I believe it was you, Danny, who found the barn on the pond. So we were looking yeah. for the main location is like a converted barn, but we knew it needed a lot of space and it needs to have just a really cool feel to it. And so then Danny was searching. You want to just, you can tell him how you found it. Yeah, I just went on Google. I was looking up converted barn locations upstate New York. And that was one of the first ones that popped up. That was perfect for it. And they were just like, we, just the best people to work with too. Trip Bassett, who I think he sold it now. Yeah. Uh, and his wife, Evelyn, who also did. used to work in the film industry. They're just some of the most loveliest people to work with. They were so accommodating to our low indie film budget. So that that yeah. brings you into Sorgerties. What did you What did you think? Exactly. When, yeah. what, what did you think about the town when you got here? Perfect. This is like a perfect yeah, place to film it. and hang out. Yeah. Cool. So any any restaurants or anything stick out? Did any restaurants or anything stick out yeah, while you were well, in? Well, I will give a huge shout out to the Stone Pony. Um, they did our catering. Yep. Um, and I don't, you know, I don't know that I actually ate at the restaurant, but as caterers, they did an amazing job. Yeah, like, John does a really good like job. The biggest thing that people complain. Yeah, yeah, that's the first thing people complain about on an indie film um, is the food, and they just <laughs> kept it new and fresh, <laughs> and it was really, really great. Mm -hmm. um, but God, yep. we were so busy. Where else? Yeah. I'm trying to remember. Holy cow! So when you talk, um, yeah. some... when you talk indie film budget, what are we looking at to, to get the production started? Under a million. Oh well, we got us started. We got started, you know, with a few hundred thousand, you know. But the whole budget is under a million. Um, now, what kind? Yeah. What kind of camera did you shoot it with? Was it like a red camera, a black magic? We shot on a red. Yeah. Red. Yeah. yeah. We shot on a red, you know, we, we didn't, you know, the DP Luke Geisbuehler, who's brilliant. And we were very happy to have him. I made, gosh, I think two other films of him and um, just shot a, an episode of a, of a series I do with him. But, um, you know, we were looking because he also has the area Alexa. And so, you know, we weren't sure which camera to use, but he just thought the red would be perfect for us, especially because of the social media aspect and just mm -hmm. the different how it would how it would blend with other cameras because we use a bunch of other cameras in the in the film as well. Yeah. 
Now, without giving away too much of the plot, <laughs> the the finish, we how hard was it to uh, get yourself into that thriller mindset as an actor, and uh, you know pull that out of you because you wrote it right. You pretty much wrote the part for yourself. I did, yeah, and it was very much inspired by my experiences doing Survival, which is a web series that I had done on and off for about six years in Toronto, which was taking these odd jobs on Craigslist and going out and shooting them with hidden cameras, like extremely odd jobs, like getting tickled for an hour for 50 bucks. Oh my God. <laughs> Just like really, really that... crazy, outrageous situations that I put myself in. I hope you had security. <laughs> Yeah, I was with, uh, quote, bodyguards, which was, like, friends of mine that I would convince to come with me. Oh, my. But, uh, yeah, so it was it was really interesting for me going into this because it was very much a part of me from that show that I had let go of so many times. Like, survival is a bit of this legacy that always comes back where I, in a sense, let it die and move on. And then it, it just follows me like someone will, there, there was just so many different production companies at different times that had optioned it. And then we had that turned into a TV series in New York, which is what brought me to New York and VH1 picked it up as a pilot. And then uh, they didn't follow through with the series. So then PBS picked it up. We came back a year later, filmed a whole season of it. And then it went on hiatus. And it was just like, it was really interesting to go back into the mindset of of who I was when I was doing that show to be this social media star, uh, or at least like wannabe social media star in follow her. Uh, it was very much like incorporating who I am today, but then also this old part of me that had so much more balls than I do now. Like I was just so fearless when I was doing survival. And so it, it was interesting to kind of blend the two worlds together because Jess is the character of Jess and follow her has a lot of attributes. She's stronger in ways that I'm not and definitely more fearless and layered uh, that it helped me overcome, I'd say some, some of my own insecurities, but then also uh, to be a little bit more naive <laughs> Like I tend to think things through a lot more now and and weigh it out, whereas Jess just kind of goes for it, which is why I say she has more balls, but she's a little bit more stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is what people would say of me doing survival. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it was really interesting preparation, and then also just immersing myself into the whole social media world. Uh, it's a strange thing. So I, I luckily, like I shut myself off for a month and basically contacted everyone, all of my friends in New York and just said, I'm, I'm off the grid for the next 30 days. And basically up until we're done filming. And I had people who were really close to me that were like, okay, cool. If you get lost in this character, we'll, we'll reel you back. So don't worry. We're here when you come <laughs> back into the real world. <laughs> that, that's pretty intense yeah. though. For, for 30 days, you're really immersing yourself into this into this fictional world you've created and well it's because part, yeah part of the reason that is because we have so many distractions nowadays because of social media right that's true like notifications on all the apps emails like all this stuff can be so addictive that every little alert is just another way to pull me out of preparation on the character or like the time that I would go spend in the gym trying to get into physical shape for it and just into the mentality of her all, I just had to get all the distractions out. So I was like, I just don't want, I don't want the seduction around someone texting and being like, Hey, let's go for a drink. So like, it's better. It's better that I just put a hard boundary down and say like, I'm, I'm out for a while. And then I don't have to deal with the whole seduction part of it. Now, as a director, how do you capitalize on those emotions and like really draw it out of her? We spent a lot of time before filming, but not in the same like space. So, so that definitely had some challenges. But no, we worked. We really worked well together, and we mm -hmm. would talk through the beats of the script. You know, not on set because there's never enough time on set. 
And so, and then what we did was, you know, we had a few days of rehearsal with Danny and with Luke. Mm-hmm. And so we, we blocked the film, you know, so that then we wouldn't have to think about that. We could really just focus on performances. Um, and yeah, I think it was really just trying to make, come up with actions and things that knowing Danny as I did, you know, would have an impact on her and make her think about her previous life when she used to take these risks and, and do all of this, you know. But the thing is, when you're doing a thriller, it's really hard to know if it's scary. Like, you're like, huh, you know, feels kind of like creepy. <laughs> but you, you don't, you, you know, Dan and I are like that all the time. We're like, oh, my God, is it scary? And then, you know, we show, we have a test screen and people are like, oh, my God, it was really creepy. You know, so you're like, okay. But, yeah, I think it's just making it real. I was just going to say. To have the person play. Yeah. You don't want to play fear. You don't want to play any of that. You want to just play the re- realness, the reality of it. Right. And I th- I think usually the best thrillers are the realest ones like that could really happen. Right. Mm-hmm. You answer yeah, right. an ad and then to come to find out here you are, you're the victim yeah. writing your own ending. Right. Pretty much. You know what yeah. I mean? That, that right. there's some weirdos out there on Craigslist. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Go ahead. laughs> yeah. But Luke Cook was also amazing. I will say that like Luke, came on as one of the most professional people and he had already come up with a couple other indie features so he was he was nice and right for the job and so playing off him and improvising off of him made everything so much easier like you I didn't have to work to have chemistry with Luke like it was already there no it just made filming you know that much more uh more in the flow so 2020 starts and we we know the year that it's been for everybody. How much? What was the impact on on the movie? Well, you guys were fortunate enough to get done shooting just before everything wrapped, like went into lockdown, right? We wrapped yeah. March first. Wow. Oh, wow! Yeah. So yeah, seventeen <laughs> days later, everything in New yeah. York starts going into lockdown. Yeah. Now yeah. So yeah, luckily, like everyone got home. Luke got you know back to L.A. Danny. Um, Oh, no, were you were you still in Brooklyn at that time? No, you're right. You went back home. I came back to Florida. Yeah, so we were lucky. Yeah, yeah, we just made it back. <laughs> I remember just going to yeah, set, being going on my way to set, and then Uber. And at that time, all the Uber drivers were talking about this virus going around. And it was it was right when people were starting to get a little on edge, but oh, wasn't wow. quite sure. Mm-hmm. That was right near the the tail end mm-hmm. of filming. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, the big challenge I would say for post-production is that, you know, I'm used to a film being a collaborative art, you know, and it's still very collaborative. Normally it's a collaborative thing with that you're in the same room with people, you know, and Danny's been in Vancouver this whole time. I'm here. Our wonderful editor, Alex Gans, is in Los Angeles. Our VFX supervisor and his team, Alex Noble, they're in Brooklyn. Our composer Alexander Arnson, he's in LA, so it's like <laughs> it's oh my god, spread everywhere. Our, our post house is in LA. Yeah, a lot of Zoom yeah. meetings, Luke, I imagine. We did his eighty. Yeah, yeah, and Luke is in Sydney, Australia, right now. I'll never forget when I had the first call with the post house. They're like, wait a minute, how many different time zones are we? Are we? So we got you on the east coast and us on the west coast. Okay, that's not so bad. And then I was like, uh, sorry guys, we've got no. We've got someone in Sydney, Australia. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And what, yeah, what are they, film, eight um, or ten hours ahead or Australia? Oh, no, it's like 14. Wow. Ahead. It's like 14. Wow. It's, yeah. No, it's crazy. <laughs> so yeah. they could be the next day so, so, yeah. in, and you're so, still working on stuff. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. Yeah, we started at like 8, 7 p.m. or 8 p.m. my time with Luke because that was like 9 or 10 for him. Yeah, it was. it's pretty funny. Wow. Um, but yeah, so that's Editing the film with the editor in LA and me here was, you know, not the best, but we just, we zoomed, well, we Skyped every day and he would share his screen and, you know, but it's, it's just not the same as when you're mm-hmm. sitting in the room, you know, and, and not being able to really have people in to look at scenes and show, have a, you know, um, we're big believers in test screening. So we did do some test screenings, but we had to just send the link. You know, it's just not the same. You can read body language and 
you can feel the room if you have, you know, 10 people in a screening room, you're going to know, okay, we lost them here. They love this. They were on the edge of the seats here. But, you know, you make do. Yeah, I'm picturing if I'm screening a thriller, I want I want a nice dark room. And the sound has to be as, right. as a major part of that. Right. So, yeah, to get somebody in major. that proper environment to be able to get a, a good, valid test screening on that, it's got to be challenging. How far, Where in the process are you guys right now? Well, uh, we are yeah. in our yeah. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, no, really, you go. No, you go. <laughs> no, we're I mean, finishing sound. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. So you're you're finishing yeah, up sound now. Close. We've got a sound mix. Sound mix and color correction is really all that's left. We already did ADR. We have you know sound design. The score is just about done. So we're just praying that we can get that final mix and color done, you know, late January, beginning of February. Is there a a tentative release date? You know, not, not as of yet. We're hoping, you know, in 2021, you know, we made a decision early on where we started raising the money ourselves um, to kind of hold the film back from the industry. We'll we'll let you know how that turns out. (laughs) But, You know, we we thought, you know, if we're going to control this and let's control it and let's make it for a modest budget and then we know it's really commercial, then, you know, if we're not going to the industry with our hand out for them to help fund it and then we give so much power away that way, you know, we feel like it's going to be it's going to be done and then we'll we'll start. We haven't shown it to anybody. No, no distributor, no producers, rep or sales agent. No one of that caliber has seen it people executive producers and other industry people have seen it um but yeah so yeah we're hoping I, to I think it's the right it way to go yeah i think mm-hmm. it's good mainly because we get to maintain our vision in it instead of bringing in other people like larger companies that say hey what if you change the ending or what oh. if you try this and then it's going to cost us another fifty thousand dollars or whatever so right i think ultimately it's was the right decision for us to wait now would yeah. you, would you guys try to get that um would you try to get the movie into any of the festivals at all smaller ones okay. or anything like that yeah definitely yeah we're uh we just submitted to south by southwest uh the only thing is it's still not done and there it's pretty heavy on visual effects uh, far heavier than we ever <laughs> intended when we first started writing this script which is good because it is so relevant to today. Uh, so the only, the only thing is that without a finished movie, you have placeholder basic title cards for, for visual effects. Uh, so it doesn't, doesn't give you the full feel of what, what the film will feel like in the end. Right. Uh, but yeah, when it's done, absolutely. We're going to, we'll get it out there. Well, you know, there's a little film festival yeah, here nice. called Woodstock film festival. <laughs> In yeah. Woodstock, New York. <laughs> yeah, which is yeah, yeah, a lot of good yeah, stuff's come out. What's that? Yeah, what time of year is that again? That festival? Uh, when does that in the fall, happen? usually around October. Yep. Okay. And, right. and, but in this in this yeah. environment, who knows what's happening and what's not currently? You know. Um, exactly. Yeah, because yeah, that's the only thing about the festivals too is like <laughs> that's the one thing you really get to look forward to with indie filmmaking is after it's all said and done is you get to go to the festival. So it's going to be really interesting to see what happens if any of them do end up opening back up or if it's all going to be digital. Either way, we're going to throw a big party in both of our cities that we've we've decided. (laughs) So we're going to create our own little quaint festivals if we can't attend any. Well, that's cool. (laughs) You guys currently have a, 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 is it a GoFundMe or a fund, fund my project? Um, going on right now to help you finish up production. Yeah. And yeah, Sylvia, so you want to take that one? Yeah, We Funder. Yeah, it's it's called We Funder. It's W-E and then Funder, F-U-N-D-E-R dot com. And the beauty of this platform is that, you know, unlike Indiegogo and Kickstarter and all of those, is that you're, you actually become a partner um, on the film. You're an actual investor. 
So that's really good. And to find our particular project, you just go to we so wefunder.com and then forward slash uh, follow her, and we'll we'll pop right up. If, if you can't remember all that, go to wefunder.com and just search for us. Follow her. Okay, yeah, we'll we'll, we'll post a link to that. We're having fun. That would be great. Yeah, and the nice thing is that you know you you may not have five thousand dollars or ten thousand to invest in a film, but you always thought you know that would be kind of fun. But I, I could do two hundred and fifty bucks. Great. You right. Can, you can invest as little as a hundred. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. So yeah. So we've raised almost thirty thousand, and we know we, we're waiting on another four. That's just being processed right now. So we're just about up to thirty-five thousand. Wow, it's it's so, really a true yeah, collaborative it's, effort. It's That's great. Good about it. Yeah. Collaboration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's kind of yeah. It's, it's I think neat. it's the future. <laughs> yeah, it's really cool. Like it, it's it's been kind of emotional because you don't know who's going to come in, and so. Right. It's really surprising to see what people show up and and support you in this. And it really doesn't matter what the amount is that's being given. It's just to see that kind of support has been really beautiful. No, that's awesome. Uh, yeah. It seems like you got uh, the movie has a lot of following and a lot of people that are like to put their hands in it and they believe in it. And you can hear the passion in your guys' voices. So that's what's awesome. That's what like kind of drew me. Besides the Sargates fact, when I started looking into the movie, you, you just you could see how much interest there was in helping you finish it. Hmm. Oh, yeah, thanks. thanks. We, we haven't done much on the whole marketing end of things. Like we're we're both <laughs> not, not the greatest when it comes <laughs> to favorite. social media. Yeah, we like yeah, uh, yeah. So if anyone wants to help us out there, reach out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we have. Hey, go to our website, well, and then you can get you can get our email. Yeah. Well, we know these two podcast guys that'll be in the next thriller if you're if you need them. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're gonna write you a script. All right. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> no, nah, we're. Yeah, we have we're, we're we struggle in that department. It's a love hate relationship with social media for sure. Oh my god. Yeah. It's just a lot it's of things. I just wish it would go away. Yeah. You know, yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, which is, which is yeah. Funny. it's funny because that's what the film is kind of about in a in a sense as well. <laughs> Too much social media, yeah, right? I know, right? We're like, oh my gosh, <laughs> yeah, no question. But yeah, but Fogarty's and Woodstock was a really, really fun community. The people were great. The actors got 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 to stay at the best Western Plus in Kingston, which doesn't maybe sound that exciting, but what a great hotel. Oh, it was amazing. Right, Sandy? You guys loved staying there. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was really comfortable. I mean, they were that so plus supportive. A lot. Of the, they were super supportive of the project, too. They allowed us to film one of the days in one of the hotel rooms, which was awesome. And Yeah, it was really yeah, neat. One of, and, yeah. <laughs> the bedroom facing the pool. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yep. I think we, yeah, I think we had a prom there. We did. We had a prom there. <laughs> we had a prom there in one of those big meeting rooms. Yeah. But in Uptown Kingston, if if you guys got a chance to venture out, there's a lot of nice little shops and restaurants and bars and whatnot. It's it's a cool little town. Oh yeah, we, yeah. We walked what around it a lot. Place? What's that? It's one of our favorite spots that we. The oh the, God, the, um, the coffee shop that mixed in with the bookstore with the um, the love letters that you leave. I know exactly what is you're it, talking about. Is it Uptown about. Coffee or something? It's like it's Uptown. It's um a, it's like a, it's a it's a block off Wall no. Street, which is the main street. Oh man, it's uh, it's the I, one oh, Brian Rounds goes to. Oh, yes. Oh shoot, I, I, it's on the tip of my tongue. I live at that place. I've I been there. It's great. They oh, they have God. a little bit of food, a bar, coffee, and all the oh, books. They have amazing beer there too yes <laughs> go have a beer with michael the other producer and I, that was like literally our favorite place to work yeah that um, place was awesome. oh my goodness agree. i want to hold on a minute. I, I think I'm everybody's googling it right now rough draft uh, is that the name of it better not have closed that would break my heart I, is was it rough draft, rough draft. yep okay yeah rough draft yep that's yeah. the spot Even great the spot of it is good right? great spot Espe- especially out. if you're working on a movie yeah if you want and it's a nice <laughs> spot to go and be low-key yeah. it's a real nice low-key spot to just yeah. kind of chill out so that's cool that's so good and we filmed yeah. a little bit there too we filmed through the windows we did 
Now, did you yeah. did you work with there the is. Hudson Valley Film Commission? We did a little bit, yes. Laurent, yeah. and they were very helpful. They actually even tried to help us find um, locations, barns, and then even like the hotel. Michael, our other producer, and Sybil, our co-producer, Michael and Jayon and Sybil Santiago, um, they they probably worked a lot more than Danny and I with the the Hudson Valley Film Commission, but <laughs> they are a, a tremendous, yeah, commission. Yeah, they they are very very helpful. Um, do yep. you, so when, when you, when you do this project and now you find Saugerties and all that, do you rap, does the movie rap here or do you go back to Brooklyn? Cause it starts, it starts in the city. Did I see that right? It started in Brooklyn yeah, or something and then it, it worked it, its way up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we shot, so we, we basically split the shoot up, uh, according to what we were able to raise. So we raised a good chunk of the budget and then we were able to shoot everything that we could in Socrates because that was primarily between myself and Luke Cook. So it was just two actors. And then once we did that, once we finished that, what was it, Sylvia a year later? Yeah. Almost a year later, we shot yeah. the beginning and end of the movie, which Every- takes place mostly in Brooklyn, but kind of in and yeah. around all of Brooklyn, New York, and New York city. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you, it, it, it was almost a year later from shooting in Socrates to shooting in Brooklyn. Yeah, that's how long this yeah. thing has taken us to read. How do you stay in that exact same shape for that long? Like, you know, like I always think like my, my weight fluctuates. I can't imagine a year oh my God. <laughs> or, or, you know, your hair or what else? Well, fortunately, yeah, the hair was, you know, should buy a lot of wigs. I mean, the character, <laughs> the character of just Peters is always just like I used to do in survival. I would always wear wigs. It's like a way to go incognito into these jobs. So same with her. Different uh, different personas according to the different jobs that she takes. So it was a lot of different wigs, which is its own challenge because you have to know how to style them. Uh, but in terms of staying in shape, I mean, I think I was mostly the same size. Right, Sylvia? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Size, absolutely. Hair, you know, was, was the challenge, but yeah. We used extensions and wigs and stuff. And then the beauty was that what we were shooting, you know, was just was before, you know, and then, you know, like four weeks later. But yeah, not not a much time to really change. <laughs> so, yeah, it was. Yeah, it, it yeah. definitely works because of her character, though, more than anything else. Because even with totally the job that she's taking with this guy, Tom, she's putting on a character for him. So we get away with a lot more with, right. this, with this particular script. Well, the the one cool thing about yeah. this script that's drawn me to it is this is a kind of a one of a kind. You don't really, I don't know of another, I can't movie, think of another movie even that similar, seems similar in plot. Now. No, it's definitely unique in itself. I mean, like like George alluded to before, mm-hmm. basically writing the script and scripting your own ending, <laughs> not knowing it is is wild. So. Uh, this is definitely coming across as a labor of love for you guys, and yeah. it's it's something that we're, we you know with the locality and now getting a chance to talk to you guys and hear how much has gone into it. Definitely looking forward to the finished product. Yeah, thanks. Awesome. Yeah, I think it's going to be pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, what we've seen of it so far, and just our visual effects team, Anarchy, everyone who's come in, Alex Gans, who's editing. I mean, everyone has been has just gone above yeah. and beyond in terms of their positions on this project. So it's, it's looking really, yeah. it's looking way higher budget than what we've spent. We'll say that. Is but, there anywhere we yeah. could go to see trailer? Are there any trailers that are out there that people can view? There, well, not, yeah. no. <laughs> go ahead, so let me say one thing, then you can, you can direct them to the We Funder again, but um, so, we have held off on making an actual trailer because we ha- there's over 200 visual and graphic effects in the film. And, you know, in the storytelling needed in a two-minute trailer, we need those effects to help, you know, generate the story. Um, so we haven't made an actual trailer, but we do have a couple of promos. One is 39 seconds, which you can even find on Facebook on our Follow Her Film is basically our handle on all social media. Okay. Follow her film. Yeah. Follow her film. Okay. And then Dan, I'm sorry. What were you going to 
you want? Yeah, no, basically the same thing. I think WeFunder yeah. is probably where we put out the most updates yeah, in terms has- of clips. There's like 10 to 15 second clips that we'll be putting out uh, over the next few weeks. And then we're exploring the idea right. of starting a YouTube channel with testimonials to give more of a behind the scenes look into the film and the process of it. So we'll see what happens with that. But yeah, just a lot of playing with ideas and then uh, staying. If, if people do want to see more into the film, I would say follow our Instagram and which is at follow her film and, uh, and just continue to visit the we funder. Right. Okay. Do you guys have, um, you have any other projects or anything going on right now you want to promote? Go, Danny. (laughs) 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 Um, Yeah, I mean, it's been an interesting year for everyone because of COVID. So uh, for me, because I've been in Vancouver now, still getting myself established here, it's been a big adjustment. I've been doing some short films on the side, so just producing my own projects. I made a film called The Pooh Bag. Which is on YouTube. <laughs> it's hysterical. It's great. It's so funny. And I convinced my partner to be in it with me. He's not really an actor, but I got him to act in it because it was just us. We shot it ourselves. This was at a time when you weren't yeah. supposed to leave your home. So we were inside basically in quarantine. So we filmed this thing together. And it was probably like probably one of the best premises to film in your house. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm actually pretty proud of that film. And uh, I'm working on a follow-up to that, which is basically about our experience filming the poo bag, which is um, just a very unexpected turn of events. Cause we, the whole intention of making that movie was for a festival that had started. It was like a COVID film festival where basically anyone in Canada could submit. And, uh, yeah, we got banned from the festival, which I won't disclose more than that because that's what the follow. Wait a minute, I don't even know this. <laughs> <laughs> we got banned because it you always I, I'm not telling. Because, oh, that's hysterical. Oh, my God. Okay, I'm, I'm calling you when you hang up. So this one, hey, hey, hey. You need to tell us on this show. We need the info here. That is hysterical. Um, yeah, it's going to be pretty funny. It's a much longer version. The poop egg was like three minutes because we had to get, it had to be a certain time frame to fit the festival guidelines. Uh, this one I'm just doing oh my on God. my own. For myself, so this one's more like eleven to twelve minutes long. It's the scene yeah. sound, being sound mixed right now, and it's really funny. And I got um, Alexander Artson, who is our composer from Follow Her, to do the music for me. So I think that brings That's it up right. another level. So yeah, so just uh, that one, and then um, I'm just going to keep carrying on making short films here in the time being. So next to the while. Oh, and then Sylvia, we should tell them, or maybe not. <laughs> About the, the musical? Yeah. <laughs> well, well, we're allowed to say on that, but I'll yeah, let you. Yeah, no. <laughs> well, I'll say this one quickly, but we were approached by a friend and colleague of mine about bringing Follow Her into a musical. Wow. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it, I know, but it, it would be a musical done in, in the, uh, um, it would first be done as a, mu- uh, a movie. It'd be, it's a musical that actors would sing at a green screen stage. Yeah. Um, and then from there, we would hope maybe we could get it done on stage and then it would become a play that maybe high schools and college, you know, whoever would want to do it. But yeah, it's kind of fun. So now we're adapting a bit to make it the same, but quite different. No, oh, and it's, it's uniqueness. Well, more, more to come on that. Yeah, its uniqueness is definitely going to – it can definitely transcend. I mean, musical is – that's wild to think about that. The premise of the the plot of the movie and then going to a musical, but why not? Yeah, it'll be right. different. And it are also, we're also switching the, the genders. So we're changing who the, right. quote, bad guy is. But oh. Yeah. yeah. Wow. It's a brilliant idea. Bad girl. These guys, <laughs> these guys yeah. start, they started the company because – Everyone was in lockdown at home. So they're like, what a, what a brilliant way to bring actors onto a stage where they can still do what they love to do, get paid to do what they want to do. And all they have to do is green screen everything. 
So it's giving so many actors, especially in the New York scene, an opportunity to continue to act while Broadway is basically right. on hold. Well, really that's, smart. yeah, that's very smart actually. Cause, uh, New York with the shutdown, all of Broadway was shut down. That was terrible. Oh, and, and now we're looking yeah. at it again here. Yeah. So yeah, it's not good. Yeah. The theater is not going to be open until the summer, at least I'd say. So those, those artists, oof, that's yeah. brutal. If we yeah, have yeah. our esteemed governor, unfortunately, it looks like with the numbers trending the way they are again, New York city may be into a total yeah. restaurant shutdown as early as Sunday. So right. it's definitely heading in a, in a bad direction. Yeah, earlier yeah. we've yeah. interviewed a couple um, rock star guys uh, a couple weeks ago, and th- and their industry is shattered as well because you can't go and perform anywhere. Oh, you know all the performances. No. Uh, you know whether it be stand up comedians, musicians, actors. It, where you know nobody's going to the theater right now. No one's going to. Yeah. yeah so it's 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 rough. And, right? It's rough on the arts. Yeah, it is. Oh, it's very hard, right? Yeah, no, it's, uh, yeah, I also shoot a, a travel series. <laughs> That's how I was, you know, that was my full-time thing. You know, I was doing the film around that. So needless to say, I have not been traveling with that series this year. We did one episode. It's a, it's a show called Samantha Brown's Places to Love. Um, so we did one episode, well, two. One in New York State, which I could not go to because I would have had to quarantine for 14 days when I got there. Oh. Um, and then we did one episode here in Florida, which I could do. But, yeah, it's just not the same. Do you know where in New York State but, it was? Yeah, it was actually not far from from Saugerties. It was near, like, LaGrangeville, um, yeah, yeah, that area. Yeah, like, it's a southern Dutchess County, a little bit closer towards the city than Saugerties mm-hmm. is, maybe another 45 minutes south. Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's true. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's about two hours out, but yeah. But, um, now, now Sylvia, we have, you yeah, were a two time yeah. Emmy award winner. Yes. <laughs> I, how do you not lead with that? <laughs> <laughs> that would be part of my title, my yeah. name. It would be it would be yeah. ingrained. <laughs> That's how people would address me from the- <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, it's, it's uh, it's funny because I only have one statue. I was like, ah, I don't need to buy the second statue. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, they, they make you buy the them? First one years ago. Well, the first one they gave me on the night I got the statue, and they just mailed me the nameplate. I was like, oh, man, this is so cool. I remember trying to take it through the airport. And I was kind of embarrassed. I had it like in a in like a bag, and they're like, "What are you doing? Putting your your Emmy with your shoes in a like a dirty bag?" <laughs> <laughs> they saw it through the X rays, through the X rays. So they made me like carry it out. I was like, "Oh, you guys, yeah." But it normally <laughs> gathers dust in my guest room. Um, but 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 it's fun. No, it, that's it, outstanding. It, you know, the second one we won for the the Samantha Brown show, our first season. The show won Best Travel Series, so that was a that was that was exciting. No, that's great. It was a new show, and so that mm-hmm. was really fun. That's great. Yeah, well, it was fun. You should put that in your office, Sylvia, because you have such a perfect office space with all your posters of the movies that you've done and oh, you know, been directed. It needs to be in that room. Then when people come in, they know you mean business. You go, see that right there? I didn't win that by that's accident. Right. <laughs> that's right. It's hard work. Yeah. Well, you know, yeah. That's true. That's, all right. All right. I will move it into the office. Yeah. It took it, it took this podcast to convince you to move it to your office. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Danny and Sylvia, thank you again so much for coming on today. And I hope thank you guys. I hope that later, as the project advances and we get closer to a release, we can hopefully do it again. Yeah, definitely. yeah, that would sound yeah, great. Yeah, we'll start at the Woodstock, Woodstock Film Festival. We'll definitely probably submit as long as, uh, as long as in a problem with distribution. But yeah, that would be so awesome. That would yeah. be a fun festival. Definitely. Yeah, and, and our co-producer yeah. Sybil Santiago is she runs the the Soho Film Fest too. So we'll definitely be submitting right. to hers. Excellent. Oh, and then Chris Gaunt, our like superstar executive producer, <laughs> yeah. he lives. In that, in, well, does he live? No, he, he lives like in Valley. Near Albany. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so Chris has been it's crazy busy. He's doing one thing yeah. after another as an actor and also getting into producing now. And he's been a huge help. 
Oh yeah. yeah. One of the best so. hardworking producers that I've ever met. Oh my met. gosh. <laughs> yeah. 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 He's a dream. Yeah. So, um, Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, guys. No, wonderful. Absolutely. And as as we see more stuff pop up, we'll make sure we keep our fans and listeners updated on our site, so they can follow the project along and hopefully get some um, financial backing to help you guys finish up. And uh, we definitely look to having you on again. Yeah. Amazing. We'd love to. We'll definitely follow your podcast as well. Oh, thank you so much. And yeah, any parting words? <laughs> don't, give up. don't give up on your art, artistic you know endeavors even during covid there's always ways that's huge yeah, definitely and also for i think one of the biggest questions that comes up is how do you get funding i feel like that's the question that every single independent filmmaker with a dream <laughs> wants to know and i think one thing that i've learned is reaching out to your network of people like i, I left the industry for a while so i didn't have a lot of people i thought i could go to but in terms of like family and friends, those are your people. Definitely. Get, when, at least when you're getting back on your feet. So I think in knowing that if you're someone who, who does want to make a project, whether it's like 2000 or 500,000, reaching out to the people that you do know in your families and your friend circles is probably the best way to go. All right. Well, again, ladies, yeah. thanks so, so much for your time today. And we look to speaking to you again in the future. Thank you guys. Thanks. Awesome. Ed. Thanks, guys. All right. All right, have Thank a good you. one. Have a great day. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 So that was that was awesome. That was uh, that, that was very interesting. Out of you know, it came to us. We saw that thing in the Hudson Valley uh, one. Yeah. The the, uh, the the article. Yeah. And then I reached out to Danny. Danny's like, yeah, absolutely. And then she was shooting in Vancouver, so she was on set. So it was like she couldn't. You know, the, the, we were just working out the schematics of it. And yep. then we bring them in. And then earlier today, she was like, do you mind if I bring Sylvia in? And I'm like, absolutely not. Bring whoever you want in. No, it's great. Because and, uh, we, got, we got two different views of the whole project. It's, yeah. It was awesome. And now if you think about it, uh, we had a phone call just now. We went from where we were having Lurch was our first phone call. <laughs> and, and it was like quiet. We couldn't figure it out. To now we just had a phone call with someone in New York. Someone in another country in Vancouver, yeah, and so and then Sylvia was in. So Danny was in Vancouver. Sylvia was in Florida, and we're in New York. Yeah. So just think about that, and it and it came out great. It did. It sounded great. Um, very interesting concept of that movie. Oh, it's gonna. That I think thing it's, I'm looking seems forward to really it. wild. Yeah. Um, I really hope they get the sound done right. I asked you to Google ADR. Yeah. I think what ADR is, and I mean, they may call us back or they may message me after they hear this. It's voiceover. Okay. It's when you do, it's, it's doing the voiceover, like a audio re maybe something. To, I, I don't know. I think it's voiceover though. And I think it, you know, it's, you just want that, that line said the right way or you fix your sound, you crisp it or you maybe it something crisp. was in the background. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, and that's the big thing in thrillers, it's, the composer, the sound, if it gets real, if it gets real quiet and then you get the, you know, whatever. A now, movie that I always think about, and when it to me was an ultimate thriller when we were kids, and, and again it started out as an indie film was the Blair Witch Project. Yes, and that was and that was locally shot, and that was sound. Yes, and in the in the the, the shaky the stark, camera, the stark visuals. That's what yeah. made that movie. Yes, um, very very. Um, they're very passionate about this project. Extremely. And, and they've maintained that passion over the course of three years now. Yeah, and it's 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 a one of a kind concept. And then I like their concept of where the, the theatrical version, where the where the woman hires a yeah. man, and she, it, you know, what I mean, like yeah. it gets pretty crazy. I, I like the way the way Danny thinks too, because her the secondary a project that stems off of the movie. Is doing a project about making the movie, making right how you made it, and yeah. you know that in and of itself is a super interesting, interesting thing to watch. So you can definitely hear the passion in their voices. They sound like they're having a blast doing it. And how modest is Sylvia? Oh yeah, we had to coax <laughs> had a, her, had to coax the two-time Emmy yeah, Award winner and, out and of get her. her <laughs> Danny has to convince her to put the Emmy in her office. In her office. <laughs> so we are. Eight for eight on getting information. That's right. In, in this podcast little, that wasn't out there. Little before. unique things. So. Little, this little tiny podcast goes and gets. Uh, we go eight for eight on yeah. the season. 
Now we definitely Yo, we batted a thousand this season. We did. And we'll definitely hang on to hang on to their info because once they get closer to release, I'm Oh absolutely. If, if they come out. to the Woodstock Film Festival, we're going up and absolutely. We're talking to them. Yes. What what great people they were to talk to. Uh you know, a couple times it was a clunky, yeah, but that's because we have four people trying not to talk over top of each other. And you other. can't see You can't see person. each other, right. Yeah. It's not like we did it through Zoom. A lot no. of people don't understand. It's it's strictly through a phone. And uh and like I said, we're in we're in three different parts of the country. Uh, we're in two different parts of a country and in another country. And in all honesty, I mean I think it adds the authenticity. Yes. And, but again, the the two of them were at the time giggling like yeah. like friends because and I wonder say, what that phone call is talking about. Oh, yeah. I wonder why they didn't make the uh we'll call it the A festival in canada <laughs> you do it no you do it no you say it no you say it no that was that was an awesome interview uh definitely another another home run for the Allo bliss boys here yeah de- definitely definitely uh definitely fun and enjoyable uh easy easy interview to do. yes um i'll just plug their stuff one more time at follow her film is i think their twitter instagram and um Probably, probably their and Facebook, Facebook, I would too. imagine. And then uh, we funder w e f u n d e r dot com forward slash follow her gets you to where you can fund the film. And then I think I think if you go on that, I was looking at it earlier, you get stuff on the back back part, the back half. Oh, really? So, like, say you I don't know, say you put two thousand dollars into it, and then it gets picked up by a major picture, a uh, major, it becomes a major release. I believe I, you got to look at it because I, there, there was something on that we funder. I looked when I looked earlier before um, we interviewed them. Uh, something about you get you could get your money back on the back end. What, if, and and a lot of people that are funding this aren't want, worrying no, about that. No. But if it came to that, great. But if not, how awesome would it be to be part of a project that was shot here in Saugerties? Absolutely. And is a one of a kind kind. I've never really heard. No, listen. I've seen. We've all seen plenty of thrillers over time that have dealt with. Uh, the way thrillers are shot, but right. I've never ever heard a script or a plot like this. That is a cool concept. Yeah, and your mind's got to work a little different to actually do that. Yeah. But then, like she said, she was on a TV show where she had, like she said, I had more balls, and I go to these random people's houses and do a hidden camera show she got, of them. Ask, she got she tickled. Got, I saw the video. Tickled, tickled for an hour. They they handcuffed her to a bed and tickled her for an hour. For an hour. And paid her or a half hour, five hundred dollars. That's insanity. Yeah. I mean, holy shit, you, that takes balls. How do you yeah. know, like, I don't get good chainsaw? Yeah, no shit, you're <laughs> fucking cuffed up. And yeah. That's crazy. It's crazy, but what what an excellent interview, uh, very fun to do, and I can't wait for, uh, I can't wait to see this project complete. Yeah, me too. So uh, I, that's all I have. You got anything else? No, just, um, again, their social medias again, George R. As, uh, at follow her film. Uh, that's Instagram and uh, Twitter and I believe Facebook. Follow her film. And then the wefunder.com, W-E-F-U-N-D-E-R.com forward slash follow her. We will put a link up to it. Yep. I'll put a link up to it uh, on our on, on my side of the social media. You do it on your side sure. of social media. Uh, but what, what a fun interview that was. Awesome. That was enjoyable. Take us home, buddy. All right. For GMAC and Winnie. And Danny and Sylvia, this has been the Outlaw Blitz podcast, and follow her. And as always, take it deep.